0: now this is a story all about how my ship got torn up and had a crash down, and when I woke up, no one was there except my very certain father on a planet lacking air. In our former home planet, known as Earth, we had to leave cause pollution that was not in dearth. The way back home was in the back of the ship, so traveling the jungle without fear was my tip. But with tigers, baboons, and the Ursa out there. Makes my whole task seem less than fair. Can the boys put watching after Earth in their past? Find out on this episode of the I'd Like a Refund podcast. Welcome to today's episode of the I'd Like a Refund podcast. We will be discussing the film After Earth. I, of course, am Ryan once again joining you here. Joining me is my friend, Joel. Joel, how are you today?
1: I'm doing pretty solid. Um, I'm kind of curious to talk about this movie because I'm interested in your guys' thoughts. Well, it's a good thing you're here then because this is where we're going to talk about it. So Perfect. I came to the yeah, right place. I'd say so. Also joining us to talk
0: about this film is Cameron. Cameron, how are you?
2: Hello. Um I, I I noticed do you always choose Joel's name first? I don't think my name's ever come oh. first. Oh, oh no. Oh no. And just uh you always go Joel, how are you doing? It, you know, it 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 hurts. I'm not going to lie. Well,
0: would hurts. you rather be Well, okay, well I'm the first person in, so then he's the second, so you're the third. So him last. But you're also the last one that everybody remembers, which is a good thing. Cuz like, yeah. oh, the last name that we say, that's the that's person true. we remember
2: that's true and you know to be fair all the memes are made around me so you know
1: you are pretty memeable
2: that's true in a <laughs> good true. way what can i say i got the natural memeability.
0: is that uh, i mean nobody i think says that but you we can roll out like, your resume that. yeah Hi-
1: highly memeable
2: highly <laughs> memeable it's perfect for nothing
1: no it It gets me nowhere at at this day and age i'd say it's
0: worth something it's definitely worth something yeah you were very popular on our instagram page with uh you looking like mrs incredible very yeah really oh Oh, yeah yeah.
1: people people loved that really i'm hearing requests for merchandise with really that printed on it (laughs) it was weird though because people kept saying like oh do you have a picture from the other side uh, which I didn't have, so... <laughs> well,
2: I can send you a couple. Uh, <laughs> we'll see. For the fans. Yeah. It's purely for the fans. Only for the yeah, fans. Yeah, only for the fans.
1: Only, only fans. For on- the fans. Only for the fans, exactly. Only
2: fans. Onlyfans.com slash cambay47. Oh, I stopped man. doing Twitch and I moved to OnlyFans. But this that's time good. you, this
1: time you spelled Bae B A E instead of B A I. That's
2: that's exactly it.
1: Oh, what a that's a nice little plug there for you yourself go. right at the beginning.
0: Yeah. Um, speaking of the speaking of the beginning, usually we start these episodes off with Joel asking us his question of the week. Joel, what do you have for us this week?
1: Why is Will Smith always one of the last people left on Earth? Why does this keep happening? That's not my question, uh, but it relates to that. So. My question for you this week, barring answers like, oh, I just let myself die or something like that. <laughs> oh, my if God. <laughs> you were, if you were Joel last... knows, he's like, <laughs> if <you> looking were... <laughs> at you, Cameron. If you were the last person on Earth for some reason or another, what's something that you would like absolutely like need to do or like, oh, I've always wanted to do this. I'm the only person alive and I could finally do it. What's something you would do? Cameron, I want to start with you.
2: Honestly, I'd probably just go like, steal a PS5. You know,
0: like, like like all those people in the UK. Yeah. Well,
2: if I'm being honest with you, I've never done anything illegal in my life. So maybe I'm going to do something illegal like steal. And I've always wanted a PlayStation five since they were announced a couple. Of I've weeks always ago. I've <laughs> always wanted. One. Yeah.
1: So like, I mean, I at feel... that point, is it even stealing? Like there's no one else around. So nobody owns it.
0: When I was a kid and the PS2 came out, I always dreamed about getting a PS5. That was right. always my dream.
2: So, I I think I would steal a PS5 and I the reason I would do that is cuz it wouldn't hurt anyone anymore. I, of course, I wouldn't steal it now. I don't want to hurt people. This is Oof. such a
1: bizarre answer. This is
0: not <laughs> what I was expecting. Cameron, who who would you steal it from? Definitely a Walmart. Well, they don't have them in stock. That's I They don't I, have I, none of the stores have them. So how are you getting it?
2: I'm walking to Amazon headquarters.
0: <laughs> you to, if, if you're the last person, you could just take mine.
2: Oh, but see, I wouldn't want to do that because it's yours. But <laughs> I'm not but here anymore. Not I anymore. also wouldn't do that because I want one with a disc.
1: He's oh, like, I also point. wouldn't yeah. do that because it's used. Uh, well, yeah, I it's... do
2: want a new one. You know, it's, uh, it is it is good to have something that is new rather than ha- something that has been used. Uh, well, and you're my... just
1: going to play the like, campaign mode of games or what? You can't play online. Oh, shit, I forgot about that. Oh, that's a good point. <laughs> yeah, that's a
0: really good point. That was the that's... first
1: thing that came to mind when you said that. I was like, that's he going to play with? Yeah, that's all he really plays is, anyways, like online stuff. So Okay, and well, what about you, Ryan? What would you be doing if you were the last man on Earth?
0: That's a great question. Um, I kind of would just want to be able to like drive without any like hindrance or like go off the roads and things like that, like not have to worry about traffic or anything.
2: I I do feel like the question hasn't been, is this a kind of situation where the United States and everyone has like, there's been this apocalyptic event and we're the only one left alive and like the world is in ruins or is it just like everyone disappears? Like right now,
1: it's like a rapture sure yeah i mean (laughs) there's nothing too deep there's nothing too deep about it it's just like you're the last person let's okay let's let's make it like that nothing like ryan said more like a rapture type thing it's like thanos snapped and everyone except you disappeared okay so you're the last person on earth but everything is still like normal it's not like overrun and things like that
2: okay well my answer doesn't change (laughs)
1: you just wanted to clarify for your answer i'll put my ps5 in my new uh,
0: penthouse he just just wanted to interrupt my answer so he could clarify (laughs) that his answer was correct (laughs) (laughs) it would be hard to just say like yeah i would want to go to like a theme park or i'd want to go to a distant country i've never been to because like well getting there is more than a one-person job so i wouldn't be able to do it so i would just say being able to like drive around would be cool or I don't, I don't know. It's really hard. It's really hard to think about, like, because anytime you see it in, like, a movie, it's like, oh, well, yeah, they just, what was that one TV show or whatever with, like, Will Last Forte? Man on Earth. Yeah. We're just like, yeah, everything still operates, like, or even in, like, Zombieland. It's like, yeah, we just got the theme park there running. more
2: people on the Earth than him? Yeah.
0: Right. But originally, it starts out where it's just him. Oh, so. I
2: haven't seen the show. This is a spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. You <laughs> um, asked. You did ask. Yeah. <laughs> okay, you asked well, for clarification. Uh, it is my fault. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um so yeah i think i would just probably <laughs> just want to like drive around and go around the world without worrying a half worrying about too much traffic i know i'd have probably have to get a boat too
1: that's
2: but i can, your I, can, I, can about I can drive a boat, too much so. traffic is your like that's what you get at well the i mean the to be
1: completely honest i'm on like i'm very much uh no pun intended on the same boat as ryan here because <laughs> my first thought is like i would go like <laughs> taking some of cameron's words i would steal an airplane Like first thing I would do if I knew how to fly an airplane. Yeah, you don't know how to fly one. No, but I would steal a parachute too. And it's like, all right, well, I'm done. I'm just (laughs) gonna jump out now. You know know what I mean? You just playing Grand Theft Auto and just like, oh, it's easy. I just take the plane up, and when I want when I want to get out, I jump jump. off. Honestly, like that would be my mindset. It's like I really want to go see this place. Let me take this plane, and then instead of landing it, I'd just be like, I'm done and jump out. wherever it, i land there's bound to be another plane see i know a... how
2: to fly a plane i don't know if you guys know the game microsoft flight, flight simulator simulator
1: oh man
2: i landed a 747 in that so <laughs> i could do the same in real life am
1: i the only yeah. one here have this you flown landed or... an airbus a380 oh, that's a good question no all right see well rookie
0: am I the? is o- anyone else here besides me actually flown a plane or no
1: uh, no, but I was the engineer on, I just told uh, you, I Smuggler's played. Run over at Disneyland. I just that's told the, you. That engineer
0: is the worst gig on Smuggler's Run. Yeah, I did single rider lines, so that's all they gave me. No, <laughs> uh, that's a fair point. Yeah, I've done that too, so, um.
1: I've
2: yeah. never been to Star Wars Land. Galaxy's Edge. That's what it's called, Star Wars Land. <laughs> <laughs> What did I say? I said the same you thing. Said Star Wars Land. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's it, what I said. It's technically it's, Edge. Technically, it's called Batu. You're entering well, into technically Batuu. the land is Batu. Yeah, but it's Batu. That's what I. Call I it.
1: heard they're going to build another
0: one called Bat three. That that was terrible. We should move on after that. Our topic this week is the M Night Shyamalan <laughs> film After Earth, starring Will Smith and Jaden Smith. I want to just talk a little bit about why I picked this film. So full disclosure, my first time seeing this film was yesterday when I watched it. This was the first instance where we picked a movie where not only I hadn't seen it yet. Had you guys seen it yet? No. Oh, I
1: also saw it for the first time yesterday.
0: Right. It could be. And there's a strong reason for why none of us saw
2: that. I think yesterday was the first time anyone has seen this movie. <laughs> <laughs> just like in general.
0: I mean, um, if I they-
1: didn't see it, he's just like, putting it out. We're good. Yeah, if they're lucky, they hadn't
0: seen he it
2: yet. I, I'm sure, I, I'm sure, if I mean something like this, I will not want to sit through it.
0: Well, it's funny that you mentioned M. Night making this film. I have actually some interesting details in regards to this film that I want to touch on shortly here. But first, I want to say the reason that I picked this film I don't know if there's a more controversial director in the last, like, 15 years or so than M. Night Shyamalan because he peaked, vallied, and now is slowly trying to peak again, mm-hmm. maybe more so than anyone else we've seen in recent time. I because, feel like
2: there's a few controversial directors.
0: Well, who would you put in that category with him?
1: Controversial?
2: Uh yeah. Probably Woody Allen.
0: Oh, but, that, uh, but Woody Allen's barely making anything anymore. That, like, yeah. I'm
1: I think more Ryan's point is like I, maybe controversial isn't the correct word. I get, what he's, word, I, know, I get what he's saying. No, I get what he's saying. Um, no, 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 I get what you're saying.
0: Yeah, because he starts with The Sixth Sense in 1999. Well, he doesn't start with The Sixth Sense, but that's his first mainstream movie, <laughs> 1999, Sixth Sense. And then he goes Unbreakable, Signs, and The Village, which are all – relatively popular films amongst critics the and village fans. is terrible. It's the, it's when it's the one where, and so is lady in the water. I haven't gotten a lady in the water oh, okay, yet. Lady bad. in the water. Then he goes lady in the water, the happening and the last airbender in uh, 2006, 2008 and 2010. He just kind of is completely off the radar, especially after last airbender. Cause that was his first like big budget film that he got the reins of. And it just absolutely cratered. So, I hadn't seen the uh, Avatar the Last but Airbender. I would
2: uh, oh, I, I'd say signed, I mean most of his movies were big budget after Six Sense.
0: Not to the extent that a- last Airbender. I mean, Airbender he didn't
2: was. have any big IP that he was dealing with.
0: Maybe that's a more accurate way of saying but, you it. You know, saying, I would
2: say that the happening was a big budget. Well, he,
0: he M Night himself refers <laughs> to Last Airbender as his big budget studio film. Um, oh, so. okay, okay. So when he when that one falls apart, he goes away for a little bit, but his next film is After Earth. So the reason that I feel like a lot of people didn't see this is because of two reasons. One, his name was kind of just mud in the water at that point anyway, where people were so off of his style of films and knowing about, like, oh, the big twist in his movies. Like, yeah, but it's not working anymore because his last couple have really just not not hit it well. And then After Earth gets announced... And the th- people think that pairing with Will Smith is going to save him because at the time this movie came out 2013, I still think Will Smith was at the top of the list of like actors that people want to go see mm-hmm. in film. He's probably not at the top anymore. I'm sure like a guy like Dwayne The Rock Johnson's probably at the oh, top man, of that I list. Love the rock. Yeah. He's probably the number one guy now, but Will Smith for the longest time was that guy. So you're thinking, oh, with well, the Will Smith movie, let's, we want to go see this. He's the big star. Let's go do it. But he kind of hit a weird spot around his career at this time as well because he made like Hancock. What's that other movie he did? Not Pursuit of Happiness. Seven Pounds. Seven Pounds was the movie mm-hmm. where like he donates all of his organs and things like that. I haven't to seen people it. That need them. Yeah, it's see it's really interesting, but it's not really good. Like, that's like, what I heard. He tried to take like another emotional step like he did with Pursuit of Happiness, and it just mm-hmm. doesn't really work. It doesn't really fit. So he's making some interesting career choices at the time as well. But you think m night is a well-known director who just needs another shot will smith probably the most charismatic actor of the generation they're going to come together they're going to make this great film and that is not what happens when it comes to after earth. nobody went to see after earth including the three of us but because of who the two people attached to it are that's why i picked it because i thought it would be a very interesting idea for us to go into this film and really see why it didn't work coming in with a fresh slate now, Joel, like you said, first time seeing this film,
1: what were your initial thoughts after completion of watching this? Uh, yeah, honestly, it's we're kind of on a bit of a trend right now. My biggest takeaway from this, uh, and I'm curious to see if you guys feel the same way, was just that it was another one of those films where it felt like nothing happened. There was just so much... Of like it was kind of like they were setting up for this big mo you know thing he's gonna land on Earth or whatever and encounter all this stuff, but it really felt like I was watching a lot of like Jaden Smith just getting through a jungle and all of our main characters laying down a lot, so <laughs> it just felt like not a lot really happened in the film. So I was really more bored than anything. Well, you say all of our main characters, there's only like there's one. only two. It, it's really it's really only it's really like only one. one. Yeah yeah like well, Will, Smith, Will Smith. Will Smith going back it, to Will but Smith it. is laying down like the whole film.
0: Yeah, like he, it's like Cameron. I don't, I don't know if you agree with that, but like this film is only driven by these two characters. Yeah, Mm -hmm. like other people show up. Zoe Kravitz has a small part, um, but it's really just the father and the son duo that's driving this film. And do you think that that duo worked in this film at all?
2: This movie sucks. Like I, like I, like like Joel says, nothing happens. I mean, I guess I, I don't even know if I would agree with. I feel like i i don't know this movie just sucks um i don't know if there's a way to put it other than that i think i and like when we get into it i'll tell you exactly what my issues are with this movie um but i do want to touch on something ryan was talking about earlier ryan i don't know if you you didn't mention this and Joel, i don't know if you know this um i'm sure you guys do um, After Earth like was the you're first say. movie that M. Night Shyamalan has directed where they specifically didn't include his name in the marketing.
0: Okay, so that that's actually well, let's get into this big topic of conversation okay, now yeah. because this is a big thing in regards to M. Night's involvement in this film. Yeah. So, uh, where I watched this on Amazon Prime through like their IMB... IMDb TV. Yeah, for yeah. For free. yeah. But yes. if you look during the film, they pop up some trivia stuff on there. During the watch, I was like, "Oh, some of these might be interesting." So I wrote some of them down, and one of the ones I wanted to get into uh, first with this um, was that this was not an M. Night idea for this yes, film. That's right. It was not. We it this. was not his premise. He was not involved with the screenwriting process. He wrote his own drafts for himself just to understand the idea. But this is fully a Will Smith vehicle. In fact, Will Smith picked M. Night Shyamalan to direct this film, uh, and the only things that like M. Night really did was like camera stuff, and then like making sure like uh, making sure everything was set was good to go on set. Will Smith was in charge of basically making sure Jaden was all set because obviously he took a fatherly um, instinct with that. So. So this is where it's really interesting where it goes to like who gets the blame for this film because like you said Cameron M Night is not in the marketing at all but when you think of this film you don't blame Will Smith for its failings you you blame M Night for them right Well I yeah
2: well no I'm just I'm purely talking about the fact that they they purposely avoided including M Night Shamalot's name uh in the marketing so that people didn't know he was the director going into it because that's how badly he had been that's how you were talking about hey like the name in the mud kind of thing that's how poorly uh people thought of m night Shyamalan at the time of this release they purposefully uh got rid of his name in the marketing
0: but it didn't matter because the film still tanked oh yeah and he and like i'm saying though he still got the blame for it right oh yeah. yeah and but you dive a little deeper into things you realize that he's getting the blame for this film and he is not the the spearhead of this film it's he's
1: not it's he's kind will of a, smith. he's it's kind of the scapegoat
0: yeah well he, he took the blame for a will smith film that was bad well I and not
1: to say not to say that you know there weren't directorial choices that he has a mistakes, he has a you know?
2: screenwriting um credit in this though i i know that you said he wrote the scripts for himself but he has a screenwriting credit
0: I mean, but yeah, it's yeah. like it's not hard to get a credit on something if you're involved in the process. Like we talk about with the EP credits, like it, you could just make one suggestion and get that credit. I'm sure, in order to get M Night to sign on for the film, they were like, "Yeah, we'll give you, we'll give you producing credit, we'll give you writing credits, we'll, well make you the director." Did you guys you see
2: wanted. who the writer was?
0: I saw a couple of the writers on I saw his, on uh,
1: Gary Whitta. Yeah, Gary Whitta that's, was the big one. That's that I saw. the
2: main writer. And do you know what he's done? I mean, he's uh, done Rogue s- one. <laughs> yeah, Rogue One's great. Okay, do you know if he was in the initial process or the rewrite process? Because those are two very different That's sure. a good point. That's a good point. But he did The Book of Eli. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then he's done a lot of video game stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He does a lot of video game stuff. And I'll get into it right now. I don't think this movie works. I think this movie is very bad. It feels like this movie was made to go alongside a video game. It was like a video game companion.
0: That's another another thing I want to just interject real quick was mm-hmm. that another one of those trivia things that I saw was that Will Smith's idea for this was to make it like a fully fledged franchise, including uh, novels, trade paperback comics and video games that Let's everything see- was going to tie in into the
1: film. I was actually curious watching this. If this was like previously like novelized, like if this was all based on a book, if it was adapted, because it felt like like a Hunger Games type movie, a Maze Runner type movie, you know, one of those kind of like teen action films that were really popular around that time, and so I, I thought maybe, oh, this is probably based on something else, and obviously it isn't; it's an original idea.
2: It it, it you know it makes sense though because I feel like. It makes sense that 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 was Will Smith's idea and that this movie got made because of Will Smith, because I feel like if literally anyone else had come up with this idea, any film executive would have been like, hell no, that's dumb as hell. There's no so, way we're making this. Well, see, I, I,
1: I, I disagree there because I think as with most of these films that we talk about that end up, you know, not really meeting our expectations. I think there could be a story here. You know, it's just it, it was just a matter of execution and whatever they ended up writing. But his base premise was interesting enough to, you know, you can create a world around it and, and, and a story behind it. I want to meld the Will Smith and
0: Gary Witta elements together because one thing that I saw doing research was that the original pitch for this was just a father and son camping trip. Mm-hmm. This was, wasn't like this science science fiction element to it. It was a father and son. They're going on a camping trip. The car veers off the road. It crashes, the father's still injured, and the son has to travel through the woods in order to save them. Then Gary Whitta gets the script, and he's the one that came up with the science fiction elements yes. to this. So he does the rewrite, repitches it to Will Smith, and they're like, well, let's do it. Let's make this movie.
2: So you're, you're telling me Will Smith's... So because Will Smith is credited with story yes. in mm-hmm. this. So Will Smith's story was... Purely the father-son camping trip thing. And then what's the name of the writer? Gary Witta. Gary Witta? Yes. He comes in and he's like, hold on. I'm going to completely ruin this entire thing, <laughs> bastardize it, and turn it into this ridiculously stupid sci-fi where these creatures can literally smell your fear. That's what happened?
0: That is what the sources with everything tell us during the production schedule of this, is that it's Will Smith's brainchild with its crack to the script. He makes it the science fiction elements. He repitches it to Will. Will gives the go ahead. They bring on M. Night for the film, and then they get going.
2: This movie could have been a lot more powerful uh, if they had stuck with the original story.
1: I, I would and agree, that, and that's what I'm saying is like how you were. I, obviously you. It seems like you, maybe you didn't know the original pitch, but that you were saying like you think it was just because it was Will Smith that this got accepted. I don't think so. I think there's a premise there and something that could have led to a really cool story, especially if this wasn't a sci-fi. But type this thing is that a different. This is
2: to be. This is a different story than what Will Smith uh, came with. At, I still at, don't think this movie would have been made if it was attached to if if Will
1: Smith wasn't attached to it this specific movie yes but what i'm saying is going back to your point of based on the original pitch i think with that original pitch anybody could have gotten that made obviously someone with a name it's going to help it but there's a lot there to work with and the fact that this was turned into this weird sci-fi drama is what pushes it over the edge and turns it into a completely different and uh, unfortunately worse film much worse I mean, yeah, I, I would agree that
0: the, the father-son premise is something that could have worked for, this, for a film of this style because we've seen it work, and we've seen it work with these two actors because Pursuit of Happiness is very similar if it's a father and son mm-hmm. dynamic, just a different style of story. So they were probably just trying to recreate a little bit of that magic, and then they decide instead of doing like a one-off, interesting story let's do this entire massive science fiction franchise behind it and see if we can strike gold and they certainly didn't they didn't strike gold uh uh, theoretically or actual financial numbers because if you look at the domestic opening weekend box office it's a. It's just about twenty seven and a half million is what they made opening weekend. It
2: made that much money. That's well, impressive to me. It's not bad. It, <laughs> it's not bad for an opening. I think that's just <laughs> the
0: pull of Will Smith doing oh, that. Oh no, I think I think the numbers
2: weekend. are terrible. I think that is an absolutely abysmal opening weekend. What I'm saying is that I thought this movie did much worse.
0: Well, it gets worse I, as you <laughs> keep going because you look at the total uh, domestic box office. It's just over sixty and a half million. Um. Uh, wait. The budget- total. Yes, total for domestic is so sixty made, and a half million.
2: It made twenty seven million its first weekend, and then made sixty and a half total.
0: <laughs> yep, and then the total box office sits Oof. at two hundred and forty three point six million. So that was their total amount made in their theatrical run. The budget for this film was one hundred and thirty million dollars. So this one was an absolute stinker for Sony. Like they, this is a massive failure for them. I just think it's really – this is a big instance that we've seen a lot of, especially around this time frame, around 2013. We see a lot of studios put the cart before the horse when they come up with these big franchise ideas. Like another one, like Universal did with like the Dark Universe. You guys remember that one mm-hmm. with that Mummy film with Tom Cruise? Yeah. Like They announced, like, we're going to do this big whole franchise. We're going to introduce all these new characters. We're going to make all these great movies. And then it tanks. Like this is just another instance of that. We're like, we're going to make a huge franchise out of this before they get their first movie out
2: well that's when everyone was going for franchises and not um right well i i I think what's interesting is that universal actually could do the monster franchise and um we saw invisible Invisible man Man. was a lot more you know invisible man was the idea of the monster movie kind of reimagined and i think universal has something very interesting there um but, yeah, no, it, it is funny. I, I'm curious how they thought, how they imagined, uh, how Sony imagined After Earth being a franchise. Like, was it just following, was it purely going to follow Will Smith and Jaden and, like, each, uh, each I, movie was going to be a different story?
1: Because I was uh, going to say, I feel like it'd follow more, like, their ranger core than anything. You know, the different adventures that they go on yeah. through there and... All oh, that's stuff, going to other planets. I don't think it would have ended up being like, oh, in this one, they get stuck on this planet. Now in this one, they're stuck on this planet. I think it would have always kind of been different, well, different yeah, scenarios, maybe more, more of, like of a... Nova Prime. We're never going to actually It sounds know. like it
2: would be more successful as a TV show then.
1: Honestly, I was thinking the same thing. This film itself probably would have done better as a TV series.
2: Yeah, as an episode mm-hmm. of a TV show, obviously a long episode, but...
0: Yeah, I mean, it's definitely... Definitely... There is an idea there of some sorts, but it's just poorly executed, and there's a lot of different reasons for that. Not just not just behind the scenes, but on film as well. Um, go ahead. Does Will Smith make good movies anymore? That's it's a very interesting question in regards to Will Smith's career. Um, I I would argue that he's kind of really taken a downturn as an mm-hmm. actor. I can't think of the last Will Smith movie I've seen. Oh, let's
1: see. He's in Aladdin. I still haven't seen the new Aladdin. Um, how did Bad Boys for Life do?
2: Okay, I was gonna say there he was. Yeah, so the new Bad Boys for Life, um, I heard was
0: good. Yeah, it that one went well, but I think
2: that's like literally the last movie he's been in. People say Aladdin, he was. Oh God, his genie was awful.
0: Well, let's work backwards a little bit with just um, just his like feature films. Um, so we have, I'm not going to, I'm going to avoid animated films as well. We're just going to go. Wow. Live so no
1: spies in disguise. I, so there's Gemini man, which plays two characters, which um, I honestly thought when you first said after earth, Gemini man is what came to my mind. And then I was like, wait, 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 no. After earth is the one with Jaden. Then we took got- a
2: person. And made, made another, another person. person.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, then we have Bright, the Netflix oh, film. That's, my that God. was where mine instantly went to when you said, is he still making good movies? And I instantly thought Bright. <laughs> God, um, that the, movie. Then there's Fairy's colla-
0: lives don't matter today. This this one's in Collateral Beauty. Do you guys know about the premise behind Collateral oh, Beauty? Um, I remember.
2: Uh, I never. We saw, should I not didn't... talk about it, if you know what I mean.
0: Yeah, it's... It's very problematic, <laughs> Collateral it, Beauty.
2: It may be a movie that we talk about in the future.
0: <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't be surprised at all. So we'll save the premise for later down the road. What happened before that was Suicide Squad. Oscar <laughs> winner Suicide Squad.
1: So that's it, huh? We're just some <laughs> kind of Suicide Squad.
0: <laughs> then we have uh, Concussion, where he does the real-life adaptation of Dr. Bennett Omalu. Oh, I didn't see that one. I hate the NFL of the movie. Yeah, basically that's what it is. But like, sure it worked. I mean, yeah, I didn't. Yeah. He, I remember with that one, like they really pushed for him to get the Academy mm-hmm. Award nomination, and he didn't get it. <laughs> it's just like, oh nope, sorry, not gonna do it. Um, then we have Focus, he made with uh, him and Margot Robbie.
1: Mar- which Focus, I when it, I saw the trailers and stuff like, I was like, ah, uh, looks kind of dumb. And then. I saw maybe the first 45 minutes of that movie, and I was actually not going to lie. I was intrigued by it. That movie like, is enjoyable. I was like, yeah, I could sit here and watch this. Is I, it I, anything great? No, but I, I wouldn't sit here and, and watch it and enjoy it.
2: I saw it for free because I worked at the movie theater, and for free, it was a great time. Like, it was just <laughs> like, Margot Robbie, the ending was ridiculous. It was like, yeah. oh, I double crossed you. Oh, I double crossed you. Oh, well, I double crossed the double cross. Oh, well, I, it was like ridiculous, but like it was. It was a movie that was released in February, mm-hmm. and if you know anything about movie releases and timing, yeah. February is garbage month. So for a February movie, I really enjoyed Focus.
0: Yeah, it wasn't terrible. Um, I saw this in theaters twice for no Uh-oh. good reason. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah, I because the first time I went, my buddy got free tickets to a screening of it. I was like, oh, Will Smith, Margot Robbie? Yeah, sure, I'll go see it. And then I saw it. I was like, oh, that's not that good, but it's fine. It is what it is. I didn't pay for the ticket. And then another one of my friends wanted to go see it, and I was like... Yeah, I guess. What? I guess I'll go see it Why? again. And then I I don't I didn't make good choices back then. So um and then I don't know what this is. Winter's Tale? I've never even heard of this. Oh, I've never heard of this Wait, movie. is he in Winter's Tale? Wait, what? Yeah, he's that in that. That can't be right. Yeah, he's that's the he's one listed. with Colin Farrell, right? Yeah, he's yeah. listed on the cast. Yeah. He's what? listed as a cast member. I've heard Winter's that Tale.
1: movie is just absolutely utter ridiculousness. It says he's his character's name is Judge. He's not even listed in like the first twenty people of the top billed cast that of that Aaron. film. So all right, well we won't count that one then. We'll skip that one. And then we will
0: also be skipping uh his after earth film, which happened before this one because obviously that's the one we're gonna talk about. Uh I'm just I'm still struggling to get to a, the last good Wilson. I am present- legend. Then there's Men in Black Three, which that's an already an established character. Men in Black Three is probably the worst of the three Men in Black films. Well, I'm not mm-hmm. counting the remake one with Hemsworth and Tessa Thompson because mm-hmm. that one is, that one's not a good time. <laughs> um, then there's Seven Pounds, which we talked about a little bit. Just if I'm looking at this right, between Seven Pounds, Hancock came out in 2008, same year. Then he didn't make another film until Men in Black Three in 2012, so he took a yeah. couple years off um his only credit before that was uh he was, was... working on after earth pitbull coming up yeah he's the in the pit the pitbull music oh, really? video for back in time yeah because it's for it was for men and Black three that was a song with that film um so yeah probably not till 2006 2007 with i am legend the pursuit of happiness everything mm-hmm. after that is not great i would guess like i maybe there's ones where like we individually might like one or two of them but overall it's he didn't make anything good, I guess, until Bad Boys Three. Now, and Bad Boys Three has its problems, but it's a well-established franchise. People like it. I am a big fan of the Bad Boys franchise, so I'll
2: say Focus is his best movie recently. Like, you know,
0: yeah, it's probably yeah. I would agree. Mm-hmm. Um, I think uh, Concussion is probably a really good performance. Oh, but the, I haven't but, seen it. Yeah, but I haven't seen it either. I'm sure the performance is the best one out of the group. But Focus was the one thing that made Focus. Uh, entertaining was that it was like the most will smith of a performance because he led his charisma show yeah which is something that definitely doesn't happen in after earth but I'm, we're going to dive deep into his character as we get into the main discussion uh, of this movie uh, one thing i want to discuss in regards to this film is what the critics thought of this film they had the rotten tomato score from the critics sitting at a cool 11 percent, which is Oof. probably still too high 11% is – it's not Kirk Cameron Saving Christmas, but it's still really bad. That's a big problem.
2: Great movie, by the way. Check <laughs> it out. Yeah. It's free on the Amazon.
1: It's always going to be you'll free. You can do a, double, so you can do a double feature of this, of After Earth and Kirk Cameron Saving Christmas. That's true. That's true. And then you'll uh, wish you were the last person on Earth. There you go.
0: <laughs> Audiences – seem to be a little kinder to this one at 36%, which still isn't good, of course. But, you know, it's just a typical instance of one the in audience. One in
2: three people like this movie.
1: Yeah. It's so one of us. One of
0: us likes the
2: movie. <laughs> Joel's going to be like, honestly, it's my favorite movie yeah, I, ever. Like, yeah, this is my hate new
1: it. favorite film. <laughs> I don't even care about Jurassic Park anymore. I'm a complete After Earth stan for the rest of my life. Yep. Oh, you're going to be waiting
0: quite a while for those other iterations I of can't the story. I can wait for, for the sure. book and the game. I mean, we've got a lot to say about this movie and I really think where it's gonna really show is when we get into the d- deep discussion. So before we get started on that, I'm gonna throw it to our synopsis where we go over the quick little beats to get us started on this film. Surviving a crash landing on the uninhabitable Earth, Katai goes on a mission to find the tail of his ship, locate a beacon and get he and his dad back to their home planet of Nova Prime. With his father sidelined due to a leg injury, Katai must journey on his own and prove to himself and his father that he has what it takes to survive the many trials of their contaminated former home. So that'll basically lead us into our discussion on After Earth, but, boys, I gotta tell you, I don't even really know where to start with this film. Well,
2: I, I can take care of that for you. Yeah,
0: go for it. Uh,
2: yeah, so we, we we established this movie is sucky. It sucks. This movie is terrible. Um, I mean, it, it really has and I feel like a lot of people might see this movie and go oh well it's kind of you know it's unoffensively bad you know inoffensively bad whatever it just kind of is there um I this movie kind of does like as far as filmmaking goes I feel like if you were to read a book on like how to make a good movie M. Night Shyamalan and the writers they took this they took that book and they're like, what happens if we do the exact opposite in every single thing <laughs> in this book? Because, like, movies are all about, hey, show, don't tell. Okay. How does this movie start off? It's like, hey, by the way, here is everything that happened. And we're going to tell you exactly. We're going to give this huge exposition dump. And that's what you're going to get. And it's like anytime they want to tell you anything about the world, it's not... They, they don't show it at all it is someone narrating exactly yeah. what happens or what was... happened
1: i took a note of that like cameron you and i are both and i think you too ryan we're both are inception fans and i think inception a lot of people give it a lot of crap for being just like exposition after exposition mm-hmm. like them constantly explaining the world but at least i feel with inception Not all of it, but a lot of it is very nuanced. Like, it's not just, like, thrown in your face. Whereas, like you were saying with this film, it's like every single thing needs an explanation, and they don't hide it. You know, it's like, oh, you need to take this, uh, for instance, I'll use, like, those air canister things or whatever. And they're like, you need to use that because this, this, this. Or here's this weapon. It can do this, that, and this. It's like every single thing that is introduced that is something that we as an audience are not already familiar with. They have to explain it to you instead of just showing you. And it's, it's really frustrating because it's just like the whole film is filled up with exposition.
2: Well, when you talk about inception and I, I will agree. I've gone back and watched inception and been like, okay, this ex is exposition is a little rough, but at least when it comes to the things that they're explaining, like when it comes to the whole dream mechanism and, mm-hmm. you know, like being inside the dreams and the machine and everything the in the totems, they explain it to you and it's needed. Mm-hmm. And, you then after it's explained you see how or you know you see those mechanisms in play without them being like oh well now i'm going to use my totem and if it's still spinning like it you know i guess i'm in a dream you know it, it takes us You, it's explained once and then you see it throughout and so it's important it was explained this movie the things that they explain it's like oh exactly what you're saying oh you need to have this thing and it's going to do this and they explain it and then he does it real quick and then it doesn't matter for the rest yeah. of the movie uh, and what I they-
1: feel to the opposite extent too, they sometimes don't explain things that I would have liked to have an explanation on. Mm-hmm. The things that I feel like, oh, I need to know about this. They just they don't touch on it at all.
0: Well one of those that I wanted to actually touch on as well is that they don't do they ever explain to us what actually happened on Earth? Like all no. they do so, is
2: they, they
1: they show some b roll footage of like some news propaganda. Well don't they say that
2: in the don't they talk about it in the beginning?
1: A Little bit, but like the original cut of this was at, uh, 130 minutes long, it was two hours yeah. and ten minutes. What, and, yeah, yeah, and it true. had a bunch of like exposition about what happened on Earth, and then like no, for is Pride there a director's cut sense. available? I no, sh- M. Night, I hope M. Knight ref- refused to make a director's cut on this film because he was
2: he just, just done,
0: <laughs> yeah, he wiped all that footage. I thing.
2: really am interested to see what they because how long was this movie? Uh, yeah, hour, it was an hour and hour 40. 40 i'm so really was... interested in what they put in the extra half hour because i can't but would, you, but would you watch
0: age. it would you watch it though would you watch this movie again to watch the extra i mean i'm gonna be honest footage. with
2: you i didn't watch the entirety of this movie no like <laughs> i like i did like i'd watched it from beginning to end but the final 15 minutes because this is something joe joe is saying nothing happens literally it's just like you just see him walking right and like that like that's it so like i did do like the 15 second skips and like see like okay so he's still walking okay he's still walking okay he's still walking because there was like this movie should have been they should have cut out a good portion of this movie
1: cameron watches movies the way people listen to a podcast yep i'm still talking yep okay cameron's still talking oh yep he's still talking yep. he just keeps skipping forward
2: well, what can i say not all movies just
0: um, just the ones that just don't deserve your full attention.
2: <laughs> yeah, and it's
0: yeah, I mean I just don't really I don't really remember them ever fully explaining why earth all of a sudden was uninhabitable. Like they showed, like it I said they right showed It was right at the, the very beginning. Yeah, but it like was what literally just so the the, but what was it though? Like what was the re, what was the it issue? It was
2: overpopulation, it was pollution. Uh it that was the thing. It was pollution. So it all was, of these so
0: all of these animals can still survive on the planet but when when well, they're they cr- mutants,
1: are they all they're all mutated? All it, of them? It says that they are or I don't think they describe them as mutants. they say in the film that they have all adapted, um, evolved oh, okay to whatever state they're in now
2: they've evolved to kill humans that's their only thing literally but there's no more humans on the planet so why did they evolve to kill humans if it doesn't matter to their survival
0: they say that but when he first like climbs out of the ship and like sees like the wild herd of buffalo and all the birds in the air like they don't do anything to him. like they don't do anything even the even the baboons that are supposedly like they're wired to kill humans now. The only reasons they attack him is because he like, throws a rock at him. like, yeah, And mm-hmm. his dad specifically tells him not to do it. Um, God,
1: I or the tarantula
0: take... that's on his hand.
1: like, Gene, just yeah, he, crawling just his hand. Out. he just yeah. throws it off his hand.
2: So Jaden Smith's character in this movie, uh, everyone's character in this movie, is just me, so dumb. There's, there's, only, mean, two, there's Jayden, only two
1: characters. Jaden Smith. Yeah, what was with his accent? Is that I really how he no, talks? No. no, it's not how he talks. that's what I was no. wondering. Is that, what talk, is that what all capital letters sounds like when you're talking? Is that weird accent? <laughs> I but was like, so I don't confused. understand why. It, yeah, didn't, I, it didn't make sense. That I didn't think the voiceover at the beginning was him because I was like, "Who's voice yeah. <laughs> is that? And then like I find out that it was him. I was like, why is he talking like that? I will say something that I took out of this movie was very w- weird quotes. Like, they were funny, but they probably weren't meant to be um like when he's at the dinner table or whatever when his dad when will smith first comes home he's like may i be excused eat dinner? And Will oh, Smith, yeah. yells at him, he's like denied sit down <laughs> and then uh i loved when going back to what we were talking about with him first getting onto the island he's like learning all the or on the island on earth he's like <laughs> learning all the capabilities that this techie has is uh capable of doing and he says my suit has turned black I like it, but I think something's bad. Oh yeah, (laughs) that was so bad. That was so
0: dumb. I I wrote that line down too. Oh my god, some of the dialogue in this was so awful. So I want to talk about the father-son dynamic of this film because it's supposed to drive the story, but these two like almost just hate each other. Basically, hate each other. Like there is no dynamic. No, there's like no, no you don't root for these two characters because they just don't seem like they like each other at all. And well, the dynamic is that the
2: movie needs someone to do something and that's Jaden and the and the uh, movie needs someone to narrate it. And that's will. And that's their whole purpose in this movie.
0: Yeah. Well, the premise behind it is when they crash on the planet, Jaden has to go find this beacon in the other half of the ship. In order to alert the rest of Nova Prime people that uh, they need to be saved, and Will breaks I think both of his legs um, in the crash land. Which, by the way, yeah, in that cra-
2: crash landing, yeah,
0: in that crash
1: scene, how in the hell is he still alive? I, I have, have no clue. He's sucked out of the plane, I, right? well, so we think our ship, whatever. It's an
2: M Night Shyamalan movie, so I thought the whole I thought the whole time uh, the twist was going to be that. Jaden was like a dream. Yeah, well that his dad was a ghost. He wasn't really there. He had imagined him to save himself kind of thing. Like that's what I thought the twist was going to be because there's no way no that Will Smith survived that crash. Like I'm mm-hmm. sorry.
0: No. When know? they fir- when they first like when they first hit uh like when the gravitational pull going into Earth s- starts ripping the ship apart, he's talking to Jaden who's strapped into like a he's strapped into the seat. He's he doesn't move. And Will just gets picked up and flung down, uh, flung down the hangar, smacks into the wall, and keeps on going down. And we don't see him again. And then the next thing we see is the other half of the ship being torn. Yeah, off. it looks like he gets sucked out of the ship. I thought he
2: got yeah, sucked I, out of the ship. I, that's what I
0: thought. Yeah, it's just weird because like he goes all the way to the other end. I guess towards the cockpit. I would imagine. But I thought the cockpit was above him because that's where he came that's where from. he finds him. Yeah. So, so I don't I don't understand where he goes or how he survives. And you want like, to tell me
2: that there so they're, I mean there were so many issues with the crash sequence. One, why on the entire ship and they know they're going down is Jaden the only one who was strapped in? Ra- okay, go. so that's dumb. And then when they crash, how come you're telling me that literally everyone else died except for Will Smith, like the Will Smith and his yeah, son. It
0: doesn't make sense. What Wouldn't it have made more sense to just there be some survivors, I guess, mm, and yeah. have a couple of people go on this. Like what if this movie was Will Smith is still like the leader of the group. Like he's the general or whatever he was. And there's like a group of like cadets going on this yeah. mission with them. And the group has to go, Uh, find the beacon, and you lose a couple of them on the way, You would still make his son the focal point, still make Mm -hmm. Jaden the one that saves everybody. But it it does not make sense to have one character safely secured in that ship, and then for everyone else to
1: die except his father.
2: It was the thickest plot armor I have ever seen. Mm -hmm.
1: And I think it's all going back to the initial pitch of Will Smith saying, I want this story to be... You know the father and the son character because you're right. What, what you just described right there is already a much better film and would have solved a lot of the issues that I have with this. But I think it all is going back to that initial. Well, and pitch. then
2: and then you can have you know sacrifice throughout the you know mm-hmm. like oh a couple of them die during the journey or whatever and like right. it's all for the you know greater good. Like do, what if Jaden dies? Like whoa, you know.
0: Do we think and this this is a little bit outside of the movie? Do we think that. Jaden Smith wanted to do this movie or do we think Will Smith pushed him to do this movie really? because if you look at his acting credits after 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 earth that's his last feature film role um and like Jaden Smith has been in some stuff that I don't want to say he's good. I actually, I won't say that it's yeah, good. Was... He's in the he's in the Karate Kid remake. He's in The Day the Earth Stood Still, which we'll we'll save that one for another time. Um, and but his first one is Pursuit of Happiness, which is good. But he's like six in it, so like he doesn't. You don't even notice unless he's like absolutely terrible. You don't even notice that with a child actor. And then he disappears. He goes into his music and does his short videos and all that. It just didn't really seem like seemed like it was an enjoyable time to make this movie i don't know the answer to that like i it just seems weird that like he makes this movie with his dad the movie tanks and then he disappears from the limelight he just doesn't I just
2: think when you get older your acting matters more because they're not going to cast you because you're a cute kid Mm -hmm. and they realized oh this guy can't act
1: don't you think that will smith's son still could have gotten some acting roles if he wanted them though I'm sure, but like you were saying, I think he's much more involved in his music now. That's more the route that he's trying to go.
0: No, it's, I agree. Yeah, I don't think he wants to be an actor, per se. Not the traditional sense of an actor like his dad is. Um, and it's probably for the best, because if this was the way his career was trending, I don't think any of us want him to be an actor. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't, well, I'm sorry, but like he's terrible in this. And it's not It's not entirely his fault. Like there. The direction they choose to go in his character between the accent and just making him so unlikable and just yeah. really they really push the coward thing on him like yeah. really push that and the reason they do that is like I don't want to gloss over this scene and this is I mentioned Zoe Kravitz earlier in the yeah. episode she has a very small but I guess important role in the story she plays the daughter of Will Smith's we should use the actual character names because they're so hilarious so Will Smith's name is cypher rage in this one. cypher rage and jaden smith plays katai rage his son that's the only i Go will ahead.
2: we forgot to mention that will smith's character the reason why he's so important is because like we've mentioned these these creatures oh. cannot smell fear oh uh, yeah will i was gonna,
0: i was well we haven't touched on the oh, creatures okay. yet yeah well, we haven't even touched on them yet
2: will smith is the master he was the first person who mastered ghosting Okay, and apparently, can you, ex- can you
0: explain what ghosting really means and about the creatures a little bit?
2: Yeah, so ghosting is, um, well, like, like I said, Danny, like Danny Phantom. Yeah, so Will Smith well, perfected ghosting and taught it to everyone I've ever matched with on Tinder. Uh. <laughs> oh no! Oh my! God. No, okay, so um, no, so ghosting is this idea that you. <laughs> I'm sorry, that was a great joke. That was a great joke. <laughs> well, um, now it's not well yes it still is i can say it's a great joke okay anyway so ghosting is this idea that you can no longer you you don't fear anything at all you don't have any fear at all and one i think that's the dumbest idea to be like oh yeah i don't have fear anymore because fear is literally what saves your life like (laughs) you know if you don't fear anything then you're just going and that's what should have killed will smith right is he wasn't scared about crashing so he shouldn't Like, he should have died, you know? Well,
0: what what does he say when they're having that scene, like, at night where he's talking about, like, his, like, Katai asks Cypher, like, why he's able to, or how he's able to do it or when he did it the first time. And Will delivers this, like, really weird, like, philosophical line just, like, saying, like, fear is something is entirely made up by us like it doesn't yeah. really exist danger exists but fear is like an institutional inaccuracy that we come up with in our own minds he's like it's a form of insanity and it's like what are you talking about well, like, when,
2: what and you
0: saying see and this
2: is exactly why and I touched on this earlier but this is exactly why I feel like it makes sense that the writer was who he was because he writes a lot of video games and this one hundred percent that feels like a line you would see in a video game. Right. Yeah. You know, video get like video game players, I, I don't want to crap on you, but like um what
1: what that's, that's all of us. Point. Yeah, it was well, all I, of us. But like
2: but like the people who like get really, really like I, i'm sure you know the video games that think they're like kind of smart will throw in these kind of like oh, deep saying, philosophical yeah. <laughs> things right and they're like oh well we have to say something and video games are an art and like you know like we have deeper thinking than people would you know think but in reality a lot of these kind of philosophies that are brought up in video games are really stupid and like very like you know kind of edgy like well, you, know? it's,
0: you you could argue that's part of the reason why a screenplay based on a video game just really hasn't worked yet.
2: Well, and that's what I'm saying is that this feels one hundred percent like it is based off of a video game. Because think about it, you have, you know, you have a crash landing. Okay, so you play like a couple of you know scenes in the crash landing. Then you have this godlike narrator who is Will Smith, and he's telling you exactly what to do: go from point A to point B. Oh, fight this thing. Okay, I fought this thing. Okay, well you have this amount of resources left. Okay, well I have to finish my mission with having this amount of resources. You know, it, 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 it if, and your ultimate goal is to get off of the planet. It, it just, it literally feels. Like a video game,
0: yeah, it's actually a really good point because, like, it feels like his main quest Katai's main quest in the game is to go from the damaged ship where his father's at to the other half to get the beacon. Like, that's his main quest, Mm -hmm. but he keeps going on a bunch of side quests that derail him. And the issue with that is that none of his side quests are interesting because it's really just him running away from things.
2: It's, it's like Joelle was talking about. Anytime something is brought up, or like the weapons, they explain it like it's a tutorial in a video game, right? Yeah. They're like, this is the weapon. And then you do, and then, you know, it, it feels like a video game.
0: No, that's a really good point. There's clearly a lot of issues with this film, and we've got a couple more to get into. But before we do that, let's do a quick throw to our sponsors. I want to talk about who's essentially the main protagonist of the film, and that's Katai the major reason that this film doesn't work is that he's just not an interesting character because they just make him such a massive coward. Um, His reason for being a coward and they cut to this scene, this flashback scene so many times. I mentioned Zoe Kravitz. She plays the older sister of Gatai, the daughter of Cypher. One of these, what did they call these things again? The Ursas, the Ursas. Yeah. So one of the Ursas breaks into their home on Nova prime when, because when they first land on Nova Prime, their new planet, the Ursas are like the species that are there, and they essentially need to kill all of them in order for them to settle on on Nova Prime. So during these battles where Cypher's out on the field doing this, one of them breaks into his home where his two children are. Um, Zoe Kravitz's character has Katai hide in a clearly open space in like that bubble with like the grassy area in it, like it was meant for like a dog to go to the bathroom on. Um, and he's hiding there in plain sight, and she gets killed by the Ursa, and they cut back to this gruesome scene of her getting killed over and over again mm-hmm. in the film. We see it so many times. But the reason that Katai comes across as a coward is that he thinks that his fear is what led the Ursa to the house and uh, got his sister killed, which is entirely stupid because as we've seen in this film, if zoe kravitz's character was just without fear and was ghosting it wouldn't even matter if katai was scared because the thing still wouldn't have wouldn't seen have her right it yeah. wouldn't have seen her so it doesn't make sense for the big plot point and the big disdain between cypher and katai to be who's to blame for uh, their his daughter's death it doesn't make sense it doesn't tie in correctly with the film. So the major plot point of this character that we go on the hero's journey with is that he's just he's just scared and a coward and and he doesn't get over that until there's like 5 minutes left in the movie so it's just not interesting um
1: joel i wanted to ask you um, but it looks like you had something to say did you yeah i was to say just gonna, like i didn't pick up on that was it directly said that he he felt that his fear is what led it there because I was interpreting it as he was blaming himself because he just stayed in the bubble and didn't try to do anything. That's, but that's, that's in line with his fear. Like he was afraid. Right, right, yeah, right. I, right.
2: I will. The way Ryan interpreted it was I was with, I'm with you, Joel. That's what I thought. Yeah.
1: I, cause the way it you explained, it, that's sense, why I was, though. yeah, it, cause it does make sense. That's why I was asking for clarification. Cause the way you said it right now, you were saying it as if the only reason that Ursa came to the house was because it smelled katai's fear so it showed up no so, i think
0: i think it was already coming there and he thinks that she was she was ghosting but he was afraid so that
1: but because he was in the bubble it just attacked her instead i think that's what he thinks i feel like oh that's see i took so it the other way interesting yeah than i, than I, I like that happened. because i i like i was interpreting it as he was just blaming himself because he was too afraid to get out of the bubble and do something. Cause even later on towards the end of the film, he keeps saying something like uh to Will Smith's character, uh, cypher that like, Oh, I should have gotten out of the bubble. I-, I was just doing what she told me to do and something like that. Yeah. I mean, that's the dumber uh, er- way to go with it. And that's the route that they went. So,
0: um, <laughs> Ryan's but I want- calling us dumb. He's like, not yeah, you- "No, he's not you guys don't no, think about it. Like n- that. No, you guys are right. <laughs> like I'm that's, that's the Speaking way it probably dumb. went. Jaden's yeah. character
2: is the dumbest person in the world. Well, let's talk he's about so dumb.
1: Let's talk well, he's about one of two people on the world. So, <laughs>
0: yeah, let's talk about some of the, like the actual things that he has to do on his journey. Joel, what are some of the things that Jaden encounters while he's
1: on Earth? Uh, learning how all his tech Water. works, which is explained to him by his dad. <laughs> um, yeah, do you want to talk
0: about how Cipher goes on this journey with him a little bit?
1: Yeah. So he wears this suit. And on his suit, attached to his suit, he has like a little backpack thing, I guess you would say. Um, And through the suit, Cypher can see everything that Katai, Katai, right? Katai Katai is uh, experiencing. So (laughs) going back to what Cameron says, it's a video game. game, You know, Cypher is playing a video game with Katai as the character that he's playing. Um, Not directly in the film, but that's what it feels like. And so yeah, so Cipher is saying, oh like I'll be able to see everything that's happening around you before before you see it, so I'll help you out. Um, he encounters things like these baboons that are trying to chase him down, um, and I can't even remember now. He how does he get away from them? He jumps in the water. He just right? jumps in the river. Yeah, and The baboons. Jump in. Yeah, in the, the baboons water are and like,
2: they stop following. him. Water is not good. Yeah, yeah. They, <laughs> they don't just, um, like it.
0: But we and find out uh, why though. We find out why because he gets poisoned by that thing in the river
1: or by whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, but it was like a leech. Okay, well, okay, and that goes back to what i was saying, is these characters were laying down so often. He finds that leech, and then it's like, oh, well, you have to take this stuff; but it's gonna paralyze you. So just lay on the floor for a while. Like well, I'm pretty sure that was actually lying. He says you're just gonna have to lay there for a while. He does, so, you know, yeah. It's uh it was just there was so much laying down. <laughs> and then he wakes up, and he they have that line where
0: it's like, Dad, yeah, that sucked. That is, yeah, correct. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
2: he correct. also there's also I forget does Will Smith say it? there's a line in because we're just talking about dumb lines uh he goes wow that's really pretty <laughs> i'm
0: sure he does That it sounds like it, yeah i mean, he don't he looks remember at the but the
2: sky. he goes wow
0: my that's favorite, really pretty my favorite line in this movie happens a little bit after where we're at right now uh, while he's on the journey um where uh where he says where cipher says to his own son if you want to die today that's fine but don't kill me in the process
1: <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> wow. like oh my god oh, like no i'm supposed um, to root
0: for you like no so, no thank you
1: going on uh, i don't remember how soon this was so i think one of the next things he encounters is the the bird is next right yeah because he gets to like the, the top of the next level <laughs> he, gets he gets the next to level <laughs> he's at the top of this like cliff and this bird is like or he he wants to jump off and his dad says no and he just says like basically like Oh, you have to turn back. Like this is a mission failed. Just report back. And he's like, "No, screw you. I'm going to prove you wrong. Like I can do this." And so he, like, squirrel suits it off the cliff, and a big bird starts chasing him. Big uh, bird so kind from of his... Sesame Street. It's yeah. actually
2: really incredible.
1: <laughs> he so that starts chasing him, and he escapes that again with water. He just flies through a waterfall. Um And well, he's, got wing... of... he's got that wings He's got that wingsuit. No, I know. That's dope. what I'm saying. It's like he just. But it's like another water thing, like that he escapes it from. But what I was trying to get to is. At what point is he on the raft just floating down the river? Is oh, that that's after I, when when he's I know it's after that, but how far after was there anything in between there? Does he fight the tigers yeah, he before fights the that? Tigers, and then he goes so it's the tiger's mouth. first. Okay. So yeah, because so he...
0: He, he jumps off the cliff and the one bird catches him and we lose the video feed for Cypher. As mm-hmm. you guys when can
2: he, tell we're... listening, no one can remember this movie, even we're... having watched it yesterday. <laughs> yeah. That's we're... how boring it is. We're
0: trying to piece it together as we go. But he wakes up in the bird's nest, and that's a good point. I wanted to that's talk, right, to talk yeah. about this too. The tigers attack this bird nest that has a bunch of the baby birds in it, and they show this like big heroic scene of like Jaden trying to protect the baby yes. birds, and he like kills two of the tigers i think and then after the tigers are gone we see that all the baby birds died anyway <laughs> just, like, he didn't save any of them so it's just like why are we having this big moment with him and, and he I just also, failed
2: entirely i also like the part where the tiger jumps at him and then he hits him down he goes
1: yeah yeah he does that like, he does, like, one moment of kind of slow-mo and he like smacks it down into the little like compromised <laughs> section of the nest that he was standing on yeah, so he does the thing with the tigers, and the bird goes away. I think next next is... <laughs>
0: what, a, what a fascinating
2: way to describe this movie. He did the thing with the tigers, then the bird went away.
0: We forgot to mention something in regards to the real reason why his dad tells him to abort the mission on the cliff. It's not that he doesn't think he can do oh, yeah. it. It's because he runs out of oxygen tablets because the planet is so uninhabitable. They have to use like these oxygen discs and like eat, like eat or drink it. I don't even know. Inhale. They they suck it down. (laughs) Um, uh, And he only had enough rations for like this one specific part of the journey. But at some point two of them broke. So he didn't have enough time. Which by the way,
2: his dad said he could see everything, but but apparently he he can't see those two.
0: So Cypher Maps out that if he jumps off the cliff, it's a shorter route and he can get there in time. Um, but he still tells him to abort because he doesn't think Katai can do it. And then Katai jumps anyway because they have this big argument, which is supposed to be the emotional moment in the film. And it doesn't work because they're just yelling at each other and blaming each also, other for their sister's, sister's death.
2: Let's talk about that moment, because in that moment, we see a very interesting green screen. I don't know if you guys were looking at his hair. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I saw that. But the way that Joel's hair looks in the Zoom right now is essentially... Everyone can see that. The, yeah, yeah, everyone can see that. Is essentially how Jaden Smith... You could literally see parts of his hair missing or little <laughs> green tint on his hair. Like, it was... I, I was so distracted by how terrible that green screen was.
0: Well, let's talk about... Since you brought it up just real quick, let's talk about the... The, the digital effects of this film i think the the scenery the backgrounds are atrocious like they're so clearly green screen it's not <laughs> yeah. even like how a wrinkle in time where like we were all like this movie sucks but at least like the backgrounds are cool the digital aspects of the world are cool this looks terrible yeah it's like,
2: very- it just i it's very didn't think so it looked
1: too bad it definitely didn't look great but it was at least forgivable to no, know, in my so, yeah, opinion.
0: It's, it's so, I, I, so clearly a green Ryan. screen. It's so clear in this film. Yeah, it, I've no, nev- I haven't is. I haven't seen a movie in a while where it was so obvious to me that they were filming on a soundstage. With the green screen or the blue screen whatever they well, were using
2: this, that is something I, I was actually thinking is this movie 100 like i could feel the sound stage like yeah. it, like mm-hmm. like when he's coming out of like the ship for the first time i feel like I, there's like a scene where like you can see the ship broken it's like very obviously feels like a set oh mm-hmm. you know
1: can i touch back on that really quick because i meant to ask you guys this earlier the very like beginning of him coming out of the ship like when he's first waking up what was that thing that, like, opens and closes on the That's ship? That's the
2: oxygen container.
1: Is that what that was supposed to be? Because <laughs> apparently
2: like- that entire area, there was no punctures in it at all. You know, it was just that bit that was keeping it from him from being able to d- breathe oxygen like oh I yeah was is to- that
0: i never even thought of that like if will smith if cypher had to even take any of those oxygen tablet things but you're saying that the hole that he was he locked himself in was unbreached so he had oxygen apparently yeah that doesn't that's so
1: dumb yeah <laughs> it was really <laughs> odd um, again,
2: it's it's video game logics, right? Like when you play video games and they give us all of these like things where it's like, oh, well, this is like this. Is, you don't think about it because you're playing a video game. But when yeah. you're watching a movie, it's very obvious. Like, oh, this is dumb, you know.
1: I agree. Um, I the uh, d- where the reason even- I was trying to get to <laughs> him on the river, which that's what happens next, right? Is him laying I, on yeah. that raft? I think so. <laughs> okay, think so, so. so now again, he's laying down. He's on a raft. And he Wait falls. no
0: no you're wrong no the cold the cold winter scene happens first I think right oh yes that is oh and no, and no, no, the no, bird, no 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 that's
1: next that's after because he gets off the raft and he's leaving the river and that's when he starts getting cold
0: oh yeah you're right yeah and then the so, bird yeah, yeah. picks him up right yeah, and then so. the bird dies immediately after
1: yeah yeah um, yeah okay. no but when he's on the raft this is when he has a uh, again laying down he has a vision of his sister. Yeah. And what I thought was so, like, hilarious about this scene for me is, one, I wish Zoe Kravitz was in this more. Uh, that would have been nice. Not, I'm way. happy. For her, I'm happy she wasn't. For her, yes. But, uh... Um, the he, best acting he, in
2: this movie was her He
1: scene. sees his sister. Obviously, it's a vision. But he sees his sister, who's been dead for however many years. He opens his eyes and he says, hey. <laughs> like, that's the first <laughs> thing he says to her yep. is, Hey. Like it as if he's like expecting to see her there, and they just start having this dialogue. And I was just like, I know it's a vision, but you think he still would have reacted like, "Oh my goodness, is that is that you? Like, what are you doing here?" Type thing. But nope, just hey, like yeah, uh, it was so what just another one of those lines to me that it was just I like, just like had okay. the craziest dream. But then, like you said, that's when earlier in the film, Will Smith Cipher starts explaining to us like, "Oh, every night temperatures get down to freezing." So basically, kind of going back to the whole video game thing every night you have to get to a certain zone where there's heat so you can survive right. right and so he's crawling out of the water and this is when things start freezing and he's getting all icy and stuff and then as he's freezing we see in a weird way that he is like grabbed and dragged right. away from the water and we don't know what it is that's dragging him uh and we eventually learn that it is the same bird as earlier right Is yeah. what I well, how I, would, I took it i think I, I, so. I took it as it like paying back the favor of him trying to save the birds or whatever but not. um but not yeah. um so that drags him to safety and when he like wakes up he's like in another nest and walks out to see what saved him and the bird was dead just no, immediately ex- yeah dead. no explanation no yeah, why like the bird was just dead all right <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't make sense
0: like he goes to say hey thanks bird and the bird doesn't move it's just like okay, <laughs> yeah yeah like and why then, it doesn't make sense for the bird to save him and it doesn't make sense for the bird to just die right away
2: and then why doesn't the bird like bring him closer to the tail it like brings him like right next to the tail of the ship right yeah because oh,
0: i didn't ne- think about yeah. that no because he does uh right after that scene is when he finally finds the tail of the yeah ship, and so the yeah.
2: bird's like hey i know exactly where you have to go like Quick save spot, <laughs> <A> quick save. <laughs> yeah, fast travel. Um, yeah, no, but yeah, it, and like, I, I, I have a feeling people listening to this podcast might think, "Wow, the way they're explaining it is kind of weird. It's kind of all over the place." Well, this movie, like. There's nothing to explain about this movie. Like, mm-hmm. like the, that's the thing is, like, we, we've we talked about this movie for what? Maybe the movie itself, di- diving, di- diving deeper into it has been maybe, what, 25 to 30 minutes? There's nothing to talk about in this movie.
1: Yeah, that's and again, going back to what we talked about earlier, we've described all these little encounters that he has and things that he has to do. But in between all that, all that we're getting is him, you know, walking through the forest or whatever, like, landscape he's in. And him arguing back and forth with with Will Smith's character, yeah, just, just kind of them going day. back, back and forth, um, and and like Ryan said, visions of you know his sister getting grabbed and thrown ragdolled against the wall, um, over and over again. So just it's just a lot of the same stuff over and over again, uh, which is what I was saying earlier, just feels like this is the third week in a row where we've had a film where it's just like nothing happens.
0: Yeah, it's been a tough it's been a tough couple weeks with our films like that um but luckily for us we've made it to basically the ending of this movie Mm because he's finally found the beacon but the beacon's not working he has to he has to go to like the top of this volcano or a mountain whatever they like they clearly say mountain but they show it's a volcano but the volcanic element of it doesn't come into play except for like the volcanic ash which also doesn't matter so sure um it's a mountain of some sorts and he fights the the ursa next Right, I think that's what happens yeah. next. Yeah, yeah, he fights he the fights ursa. It. Yeah, the Ursa's chasing it's like him. Five minutes. Yeah, the whole climax uh, doesn't really matter. He fights the ursa, and out of nowhere, he can, he can ghost right away. Like he's he's afraid, and then he's not. Like it just nothing really happens. Unless I didn't catch anything that happened to flip that switch for him. Did you guys no, think it just- was?
1: I think it was one of those like life or death situations. Like you better become fearless right now in this moment. He
2: went into his, um, he went into the game menu and he found, <laughs> yeah. he found, he found the upgrade ghosting and he's on. like ghosting upgrade. I have enough points to buy
1: it. Or Actually. No, no, I'm sorry. There is, there is a little flip the switch and it's a callback to earlier in the movie when he first gets the suit and his first walking around, he's like, dad, I'm scared. Like, I don't know this world or whatever. He tells him, take a knee, ground yourself you know sight sense you know whatever and the taking
2: knee points are the quick saves like it literally yeah
1: and so that's what happens again he in that moment he's going through all that and he he takes his knee and grounds himself with the moment and finds himself without fear
0: Okay, sure, that works. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, that works. <laughs> um, the one thing that I thought of when I saw that part is something that Cameron says all the time. I think he just learned to ghost because it needed to happen in the movie. Yeah, like they're like, exactly. The movie needs to end, he needs to know how to do this, and we haven't written a smart way for it to happen, so just have him learn to do it no matter what. Because
2: did he earn it at all? No, no,
0: no. <laughs> like, no, like, I guess, like, his one triumphant moment would be disobeying his father and jumping off the cliff, yeah. but the bird attacks him anyway, so yeah. it didn't even work. Um, he get what? he he gets everywhere by accident, basically. Like he like there's no plan here. Like the second half of his journey, Cypher's not instructing him on what to do. So it's just like the bird drags him somewhere. Well, he or
2: completed he, the tutorial.
0: If this whole thing was the t- tutorial, then I don't even want to know what the actual game would have looked like. Um, we get to the
1: end of the movie and they're like, "There's your preview by the After Earth video <laughs> game, releasing 2014." Yeah, see if the ship gets home
0: safely. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that's really it. Like he fights the ursa, he learns the ghost. It's very anticlimactic. Yeah. And appa- apparently, when after you learn to ghost, you also become like an absolutely amazing warrior and just destroy that thing too. because like well, he, he learned just, it when he was fighting the tigers, obviously. But he <laughs> fight with the tiger was horrible. He dodged one time and then smacked it with his rod thing, <laughs> and then it, sm- that whoa. was it. Yeah. It's just, <laughs> smacked his the tiger I, with hit, his rod. His weapon is like this, like bamboo stick that he can create the edges to yes. look like anything he wants like, i
1: actually really like that weapon that that thing was sick and it just sucks that it had to be in this movie yeah. because i really enjoyed it no, I, agree. I agree it's like how an, it's similar to like in green lantern where he can construct
0: any weapon that he yeah. needs to it's the mm-hmm. same thing and he it's
2: chooses like... a fist well yeah. no because green
0: lanterns is like <laughs> kind of out there <laughs> like like yeah no, but it's make... a similar it's a similar premise similar, yes yeah at least on the surface, it's a similar premise. Well, because
1: I think he said it only has twenty four configurations. He just has Did, to think of which was one. He that a,
0: was that a line that they said? Was that yeah, like thing?
1: when he—that's what I'm saying. Going back to like the exposition stuff, when he gives it to him, he's like, "Here's your whatever." He calls like his staff or something. He's like, "It has twenty four configurations or something like well, that."
2: And then okay, okay, so so he okay, so yeah, so he does it. He finds the beacon. He gets to the spot. He does the beacon or whatever. And then the next scene is Will Smith and him in the ship. And yeah, it I just thought. Teleports. I thought my movie yeah. skipped. I, I thought so too. I, I thought that I was like, I was like, wait, did I miss something? They just, they were like, oh, here's this deadly planet for humans. I guess like they just magically pick them up. Like it legitimately just went for it. it made no sense.
1: Yeah, I have a note that just really it says the jumping in time is pretty annoying because it happened multiple times in the movie. That was the worst one, but yeah. there were a handful of times in the movie where it was like, oh, we're here now. Oh, we're we're then now. Also, every time,
2: (laughs) sorry, were all of the creatures just like, Oh, guess he got the beacon. We're not going to touch him anymore. (laughs) Like, his journey
0: back to the ship is just like, All right, cool. Also, his leg injury is like so brutal. Like, he does like a transfusion on himself and he's clearly leaking a ton of blood. How long does this take? Like, is this like a three day movie? Like, I don't know the actual timeline of events. It feels like it
1: was over the course of like one full day, is how I interpreted it. It's uh, like okay, the only yeah. time that the only nighttime that we see, I think, is is the river.
0: Yeah, but you said like they said that the temperature changes to cold at night too, right? Yeah, and the only and then time that... we see that is once.
2: Yeah,
0: no, because there's the one nighttime scene where they're talking about the first time he ghosted, and then there's the temperature change, even though it happens in broad daylight. But they say it's supposed to be signal like oh, that okay. happens at night. Yeah. So is that supposed to be nighttime as well? Yeah, I guess. I guess I yeah, so two nights. Well, so, so, three, so let's call it a three-day journey uh-huh. if he's just leaking blood for three days this entire time and i would assume that i i guess the nova prime ship that rescues him gets there pretty quickly like i don't he probably shouldn't have survived leaking all of that blood in that room by himself but uh we don't know we well, don't yeah
1: they send the beacon out and it's like they instantly showed up like, yeah, well, they are. it's because how the, that's how they cut it though no, like I that's know. How it's, how well, it's like they then, just show up.
2: And then they get in the. So, yeah, you have that issue where the time jump is just ridiculous. And, yeah. But then you have the. Which, by the way remember when they crashed they're like oh we can't go to that planet it's banned it's quarantined we can't go there and then will smith is like yeah go there anyway and then it's just like oh i guess that we have no issue going to pick them up on that planet that we mm-hmm. can't be on it. okay anyway that's dumb but then when it's like actually doing like the will smith like jaden part where they're like coming together it's like in slow motion but yeah. instead of it being in like sl- like it, the frames skip like it's the frame skipped so badly. And I thought I had a bad connection on the movie. So I went back and watched it again. No, they just want to play the movie at 12 frames per second. For some yeah, reason,
1: I wrote that too. Bad slow-mo. And I think it was the second time they use it where instead of actually shooting at a high frame rate, it was just like, ah, this is fine. Just slow, slow this down. It'll yeah, work. Exactly.
0: It's just, thank God we made it to the end of this thing. Like I'm glad, I'm glad it ends that way. Cause there's one thing that we haven't touched on too much that I want to talk about. And that's what I think is the biggest issue with this film. Is this the worst Will Smith performance? Because he, what, what is Will Smith known for charisma? Like he's one of the most charismatic actors we've seen. He is so wooden in this movie. There's no, there's no emotion to it. Like they say all the scenes that they show, like with his son or even the flashbacks with his daughter, like, there is nothing to this performance. I at don't. All.
2: Well, see, that's what I'm saying. I don't know if this is Will Smith's worst performance because he—I'm pretty sure he plays the character exactly how it was written. That's fair. That's a you fair know? point. I, like, I li- like literally he plays it exactly how. Then it Then it's written. just
0: written poorly. Then. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That no, that's a good point. Yeah. Like, regardless, like I know, like we're supposed to talk about ways that like things that we liked in this movie and things that maybe can improve it, but. I guess I could touch on this first. Like, there's nothing to this. Like, I can't believe that this was an idea that they came up with the three people that are involved really in this is Will as like the head the spearhead, Eminai as the director, and I guess Gary Witta is the lead writer. How these three people came together and made this product and made it as poorly as they did, I just there's nothing to this. I don't I don't have anything positive to say about this movie, specifically because of Will Smith's performance for me. Because even in a bad movie, if Will gives like that classic, like even like a Wild Wild West style mm-hmm. performance where he's just fun and he's fun to be on screen. I know it doesn't work for this film necessarily, but they took it to a whole new level in this yeah. one where he's just not he's not interesting. Like he's not an interesting character. Nobody's an interesting character, yeah. but him specifically is not interesting. And having an actor of his caliber who people enjoy seeing, I think this was the film that took him from the mainstream, like we'll go see anything Will Smith's in to putting him on the back burner for yeah. now. Like he's just a guy that shows up. And if, we, if he gives a good performance, awesome. Because then you have roles like Suicide Squad and Aladdin, roles where he tries to have fun with them and do his Will Smith thing in them. And they don't work. At least for most people, they don't work. So this is just problematic in so many ways for his career and it shows with based on the choices the acting choices that he has made since then but I get unless has anyone has anything else in regards to this before do you guys have any positive things or anything you'd want to fix to try and make it better Cameron? do you have anything for that
2: yeah turn it into a video game like literally i like literally this is a vi- like it feels there was a oh, i forget the I forget, there was a, a television show a couple years ago that, like, they literally made... The, it was a television show and a video game, hmm. and they tied into each other. And it felt like this was the tie-in for a video game, but there was no video game. It was just a movie.
0: Instead, it was supposed to be the other way around. Yeah.
2: Um, so they,
0: they really missed the boat on that. Yeah,
2: no, I like it, it, I mean, it just feels... So not, highly... but
0: I mean, if that if your if your suggestion is to just put it on a different format, then then there's nothing. Then this movie doesn't even this there's still doesn't nothing work. Here. Yeah, there's nothing here. That's what I I agree. Joel, do you have anything that could possibly make this a good movie
1: or a better movie? real quick, movie? real quick, Cam. Were you referring to Defiance by chance? Defiance is the one that's yeah. correct. Oh yeah. yeah, okay, yeah. Um, yeah. Honestly, first uh, I did have one positive. Again very much me but i did enjoy the score it wasn't anything crazy exceptional but it had some really pretty moments that i really liked i didn't i didn't even know didn't even notice it i
2: actually thought about i actually did did, i actually did put something down about the score and like i didn't i felt like it was like it's hard for me to judge if the score is generic because the rest of the movie just feels so
1: generic. well that's what i was going to say is it the score was definitely very generic but it had very like you know, sometimes with scores that it's like, yeah, this is pretty basic, but it sounds like a film score. Yeah, that, no, that's it, what it felt like, to like me, a film score. You know, and it, it felt like it's me, and it had those moments where it was like, oh, this is actually really pretty as as basic as it is. Again, nothing outstanding, but something that I felt worth noting, like I enjoyed it. Um, but no, for me, you just got to go back to that, that original pitch. I feel like when I read that, I was like, there's so much potential here. Uh, I think I would have much preferred this not be this big space epic you know i think the biggest mistake was letting witta come in and completely transform what this story was would it have been something incredible had it stayed the other way nah probably not maybe not but there was at least opportunity there was at least the chance that this could have been something uh, a lot better but turning into this big space epic i think just completely ruined it
2: i think that's really a really interesting point because one thing you're saying is there's like there is a lot of Kind of dead space, like in, like in, like, um, with like, there's not much, you know, dialogue, there's not much, and there's not much action, and that makes a lot more sense in the middle of the woods than on a completely, like, evolved planet where everything right. is supposed to kill you like that and that's exactly sense. how
1: i feel is like you're putting it you're making it this space epic and then not giving it, us anything with it kind of like going back point. to to uh wrinkle in time you take us to this fantasy world and where so many different crazy things could happen we get maybe three or four moments of somewhat you know eventful things that really just don't grab your attention whereas if you put this story into the middle of the you know actual woods they're just on earth yeah, I'm going to be like, okay, he, look at him. He's having to trudge through the forest because that's mm-hmm. what he would actually be having to do. And I wouldn't be as upset about it because, yeah, he's not going to be constantly, oh, I just got past that mountain lion. Here's this bear now. Like, it's not how it's going to work. You know, but when you put it in this science fiction type world, in this post-apocalyptic earth that's crazy evolves, you're expecting that he's constantly going to be having to face off against these creatures that we're told are evolved to want to kill him.
0: I think we've given this movie more than its fair share of time. I think it's time for us to get into the finale of this. But before I do, I have one final question in regards to the film. Of those three people that I mentioned, M. Knight, Will, and Gary Whitta, who do you guys think is the most to blame for this movie's failure? Whitta. Cameron, do you agree?
2: Yeah. I also don't want to give M. Knight any credit for this. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. I, like... I, I want to make it clear by saying this movie is Widow's fault is not saying that it
0: is not M Knight's fault. Just mo- just most to blame. They're all to blame.
2: Yeah. Um. No, Widow. But we have to. The the jumps in the time. You know the jump like the 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 frame. You know the the poor frame. The four the um. You know, like the poor use of slow mo, the poor, like the the performances that you know, those are all M Knights. But yeah, no, it's definitely the widow's fault. No, I so.
1: almost feel bad for Will Smith, honestly. Like no, I, did, a, I after disagree. having talked into this, I almost feel bad because I feel like there was the chance that he had something that could have been something more, and it wasn't. You know, and I know you were saying like, oh, he was still kind of directing the ship, like like M Knight was just there to you know make sure things run well and stuff. But I. I don't know how much I believe that. It's
2: like when you have an idea when you were in college and you had an idea for a group project and you had a very certain thing Mm -hmm. in your mind and you brought it to the group. And they're like, oh, this is a great idea. Let's change everything about it. And then when it comes out to the group... like. Um, you know, when you present it in front of the class, everyone's like, "Oh, this was, you know, Cameron's idea," but it's nothing like what I wanted. And so everyone's like, "Wow, Cameron had a really shitty idea." I think
0: you yeah. guys are. I think you guys are absolving Will Smith too much because if you want to say that M Night did a bad job, Will Smith handpicked M Night to direct this film. No, I know you that's want, what I was going to say. And if you want to say that Gary Whitta did a bad job, Will Smith approved his pitch for the screen rewrite. He could have picked somebody else. Like, I just, I think. No, I think that's, Will that's Smith comp- is the front of this and. He should get the blame more so because Mnight M Knight took the bullet for this one for being a bad film, and I we could we've only can do the research that is presented to us, but from everything that I saw, this is a Will Smith vehicle, and I think he should get more blame for the failure of this movie. And I
1: don't think there's a problem with giving him the blame, but what what I'm saying is he had such a and again as basic as the premise is he had a good pitch a good idea that could have been a lot better so yeah maybe you're right he should have picked someone else he's been wa- he had been wanting to work with m night which was part of the reason why he went with him you know and maybe they shouldn't brought brought on Witta. but what i'm saying is less that i don't place blame on him and more that i feel bad that he had an idea that he would have loved to see come to fruition and it didn't but he still had control of that idea and he's the one that passed it
0: off to these people like, this was... He gave them the go-ahead to do this. I understand the premise. Like, he came up with a great idea. Somebody else ruined it, so now it's a bad idea. But he doesn't have to just... It's not like he sold the idea to these guys to make it, and then he had nothing to do with it. He was a part of the process the whole time. So, I, just, I, I don't even know if it's just you guys specifically. I think just people, in general, absolve him too much from the failure that was this film. But that's the I thing. Think- is like,
1: I, like I'm saying, I'm not, I'm not not blaming him. Like, he had... But you're saying you feel bad. You you saying yeah, you feel bad. Feel for bad. I, I, yeah, I, I do. Feel bad. I don't. I don't at all. Yeah, Not I know. I I completely feel bad because, yeah, it, okay, no, let's let's go this route then. And it, obviously, M. Knight has his issues in the past and stuff. Okay, yeah, but let's course. say let's say he didn't have those issues. And I know that completely changes things because he does. Okay, but let's say this was just coming off of Sixth Sense. Okay, and then Will Smith says, "Hey, I want to work with you. Like, I'm really excited. Here's this idea I have. Let's run with it." And then the movie comes out just as bad. You know, can you can we still blame Will Smith? Like, well, you chose him. You know, it's like, well, this guy just came off of an insanely good film. We yeah, but, picked he, him but he and he comes out and doesn't perform. But he
0: chose him off of the Last Airbender, which is I, one of the worst I, films I,
1: that come out. That's I know. That's why I'm saying I, like I, I understand it's completely different. But I what I'm agree saying is-
0: with
2: I I'm agreeing with you in the whole. I feel bad for Will Smith kind of thing, but I do think that that kind of argument was kind of ridiculous.
1: No, I know. I, I yeah. specifically said at the beginning, I know this isn't the case. and changes things completely. <laughs> my point at, at its root is if you're picking somebody to, if I'm picking an artist to paint something, it's because I like the way they paint something about something that the, the work that they've done makes me say, yeah, that's the person I wanted to do my painting. And then if I don't like the way it comes out, you know, it's like, yeah, I understand that I picked them, but it's like, this is what they've been doing. There's to be some blame placed on them. Again, I'm not saying that it's not Will Smith's fault, but if you've come to expect something from somebody and then you don't get that, I think think there's pretty equal blame amongst all three of them. For me, at the end of it, it comes down to mostly Witta because it's from what we've picked up research-wise, he seems to be the one that really took the story to a completely different level. Because um, who knows wh- what uh, you know? Shyamalan would have done with the original story that Will Smith was saying. Um, I just think more for me, like I keep saying, it's it's not a matter of not blaming Will Smith. I just would have liked to have seen him have the story that he wanted. And maybe he should have just directed this himself. It couldn't have come out worse, it, it, at least the way I think.
0: And I, we're not going to agree on this, and that's totally fine. I just think if Will Smith, if this was his pet project, his baby he has every right to put his foot down on things that he thinks are a bad idea he didn't do that so he has to take he has to take the fall for this as well and i just think the media even at the time doesn't he was absolved from this more so than he should have been that's all i'm saying everybody everybody of those three did a horrible job with this and i think we can all agree on that but now it's time to get to the final question of our episode would we like a refund for this film joel i'm intrigued with you going first here what do you think
1: I mean, I feel like I want to say yeah. Uh, or what? What are we at ticket wise? Like eight twenty five. It's just it's just it's just over eight bucks. Yeah, I feel like I would say sure yes i mean i wasn't let me <laughs> yeah. put it this way i wasn't as like upset with this as i was with like wrinkle and time like i literally finished watching wrinkle time and i was like wow like i i was <laughs> I really annoyed you know, watching that you know whereas this yeah i feel like at least there was some things here and there and like we were talking about you know there was it was actually something where i was like oh that was funny that made me laugh um i don't know let me i'll say six bucks so most of it and i'll be okay with having paid a little bit Cameron, what do you think? How much of a refund would you want on this?
2: Yeah, so I would honestly say give me all of my money back. I, I, I want all of my money back for this because I'd be upset if I paid for this in theaters. Um, this would probably be a movie that I would walk out of if I'm being honest with you. Because uh, I know how it's going to end. It's not one of those movies where it's like, oh, I want right. to stick around to see how the movie ends. I think the most surprising thing about this movie was that it was an M. Night movie and there wasn't a twist. That yeah, was, was the twist. Yeah, it's know? true.
0: Yeah. That's a good point. That's like um, what I
2: said. I thought that, you know, Will Smith was
0: actually going to be dead the whole time. But no,
2: he really did survive being yeah. sucked out of the show. Only
0: only his performance was dead. <laughs> um, I'm going to go full eight as well. I want my one for this movie. I don't think there's anything else that needs to be said. So... I think Joel only asked for six because he wanted to make sure he wasn't the leader in the clubhouse anymore, but he's now tied with Cameron at $31 no, I, and, yeah, I, it and was I'm $1 weird. short. Yeah, I'm third. I'm at 30. You guys are at 31. So we're all pretty close. Ta-ching. Um, so it's time to move on to our next episode of the show, but we've been going here for a little bit now. You guys have heard a couple of our episodes and it, we're going to do a little bit of a change here coming up for our next one. Cameron, why don't you explain to everybody what we're going to do next?
2: Cool, yeah. So, like Ryan said, we've uh, been going for about two months now. Each of us have had two movies that we've chosen, and we really thought, well, what about the people who are listening? What about other people? I'm sure they have movies that they hate and that they would like to talk about. So we started thinking, why don't we do an episode every month where we bring in a guest and they get to choose the movie and they get to talk about the movie with us. So starting this next week, we're going to have our first guest star. And this is going to be something we do once a month. We are super
0: excited about it. All right. So with all that said, it is time to introduce our first guest and their film choice. Hi, my name is Logan, and on the next episode of I'd Like a Refund podcast, we'll be discussing Once Upon a Time in Hollywood.
1: It sucks. (laughs) Oh my, what? (laughs) What? What? (laughs) Okay.
0: All right. right. This is going to be
2: interesting.
1: That's a good choice. Now, that is we'll give you a, get, we'll get viewers that is that a big, strong choice coming in yeah. for first. Wow. Guest.
0: No, Logan is a good friend of ours. And when I pitched her to wanna to be our first guest, she told me she had something special in mind for us, and that is certainly, Thank <laughs> God certainly gonna be Lala, Oh man.
1: my goodness. I'm like sweating. I just felt like really... Joelle's
2: like, what did you do? Just got what
1: really did hot, you? Like hearing
0: that. Oh, I am really excited for that one. Oh, That's gonna goodness. be really good. Um okay so next week's episode we are going to be tackling once upon a time in wow. hollywood um yeah let's we're going to have to get mentally prepared for that one i don't th- I, I we're not going to get into it now but i think it's going to be a very interesting discussion uh, for the four of us, I don't want to watch to a
2: three-hour movie. Dang it. I
0: do. I'm excited. <laughs> for this one. Yeah, we're gonna have to, Cameron. You and I are gonna have to watch it over like a couple of days, just yeah. take like thirty-minute intervals. Treat it like a TV show.
1: Well, with with the way Cameron fast forwards, he could probably get through it in an hour and a half. So... <laughs>
0: All right, so that will conclude our episode of the I'd Like a Refund podcast here today. As always, folks, you can follow us on RefundPod on Twitter, Instagram. Check out all the cool stuff that we're putting on there to promote our upcoming episodes, some fun Photoshop and things like that, some clips from the show. You can also check out our podcast on all of your uh, regular streaming platforms, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all those you can go to. Thank you so much for joining us for this episode, and we look forward to greeting you again next week.